truth is the authority. All right, first thing, bring your A game because I'll take nothing less. We don't need more regulations. We need far less of that. We're going to have an open and honest discussion, but the numbers are what matter. The facts matter. Forget about the Republicans and the Democrats for a minute. Let's talk about the people. I've lived the American dream, and I want so many more people to be able to live the American dream. My show is what it says. It's common sense. We've jettisoned political correctness. It's principles and policies that work for everybody. I just want to talk about how to fix this country. The David Webb Show. Some of you may remember this case and the events that followed uh, in the shadow to great degree of the George Floyd case. A Southern California police officer fired last year who was acquitted this past Friday of a felony count of filing a false police report in connection with the arrest of a black man near the Grossmont Transit Center in La Mesa. What followed were local protests and riots, those who were protesting and rioting, apparently on the behalf of Amari Johnson, uh, the black man that he arrested. Months after that, he was terminated, Officer Degas was, by the La Mesa Police Department. He faced three years in jail, had he been convicted of this charge of lying about material facts in the report. The resulting effect on his family... The resultant effects on the neighborhood, on the community, still being felt today. His wife, Christina Degas, joins me now. And Christina, for all that you've gone through, uh, I feel for you and and for your family and friends' threats, uh, you know, disruption of life and so much more. How are you doing? I'm glad to be on here. Thank you so much for having me, David. How are you doing today? Doing well. We're still very much in battle mode. We've been fighting for almost 19 months now um, just to clear my husband's name, protect his freedom, and and get him back in uniform. So battle mode is still very much engaged in our family. I look at this case, and you obviously know it in great detail as do your attorneys in the defense of your husband. But He was ordered by his superiors to revise his initial report multiple times. Uh, Can you expand on that part of this issue? Yes. So um, right after the video went viral, his superiors ordered him in to write the police report. Um, And it's a police report that should have taken about 45 minutes in a normal circumstance. However, it took over a day and a half because his sergeant at the time and the captain Uh, bounced back the report multiple times. They told him to put different phrases in. They told him um, to really flush out more and more detail about the use of force. Um, And so ultimately that report was signed off by both the sergeant and the captain, um, I think on a Friday. And then that very next day, Saturday, there were riots and buildings burnt down and local businesses were looted. And then that Monday, all of a sudden, there's a problem with the report that the superiors already signed off on. So you can kind of see how the city of La Mesa worked backwards um, to find a way to railroad Matthew because his use of force was deemed justified by the department. So they couldn't force him out 
for that reason. Um, so they had to kind of find a way and grasp at straws to offer him up as the scapegoat because already after the city burned down, there were talks and plans of another protest in the city the following weekend. So them suddenly taking issue with this police report was kind of their way of offering up Matthew as the sacrificial lamb to hopefully quiet the mob. What happened with Amari Johnson? Was he prosecuted? What happened there? So here's the interesting thing. Um, so during his interaction with my husband, he assaults my husband, which is a crime, which is what he was arrested for. And even on the body-worn camera footage, Amari Johnson admits to striking Matthew Davis, my husband. However, the charges were dropped against Amari Johnson, and not only was my husband charged instead, but just a few weeks after Amari Johnson's interaction with my husband, um, he actually led San Diego police on a high-speed felony vehicle chase through the city. He endangered local citizens. He endangered local police. He crashed his car twice. He totaled it. He fled on foot. He was in possession of drugs. And the DA here in San Diego, District Attorney Summer Steffen, refused to file charges against him for that as well. So you have two instances of crimes that were not charged against this person, and yet the police officer, my husband, had to, fi had to stand trial for a felony uh, account of falsifying a police report. It's ridiculous. Now that we have a better description, and thank you for that, Christina, for the audience listening, I want to really dig into this from your perspective, both personally and what we know publicly. Has there been any accountability to date for the superiors, your husband's superiors, or Amari Johnson? Is there anything being done about uh, their uh, ordering him to change the report multiple times? whether it's disciplinary, internal or otherwise, or Amari Johnson for the initial and then the subsequent incident with the police that you just described? So the short answer is no. Um, for Amari Johnson, he has yet to be charged for both criminal acts, and I don't think that he will be. And on the contrary, he, throughout this whole incident, you know, social justice activists have really hailed him as a hero when in reality, he assaulted a police officer. He led police on a felony chase in two separate incidences. Like, he is a fake victim. So there's been no accountability, and, and quite the opposite. He's really been glorified. What would you like to see happen next? Well, I mean, our battle is far from over. So the next step for our family, uh, you know, we're so grateful that Matthew was acquitted the other week uh, by a jury who, quite, quite frankly, saw right through this bogus case from the DA. Um, so our next step is getting Matthew reinstated as a police officer. And over the next few months, we'll be pursuing that in court. Uh, we have really great attorneys who are working on that, and we do believe that we'll prevail. Um, so that's the next phase in, in our, our battle, if you will. And, you know, uh, things change minute to minute. There's always updates and, and new things going on with our case. So we always tell people who are interested in following along or we get a lot of requests for people who want to help in some way. Um, the best place that I can direct people to for more information, um, there's an Instagram account actually called Clear Officer Dagus, and that's D as in David, A-G-E-S, Clear Officer Dagus. Um, that's the best place to go for all the video snippets, all the case updates, all the ways you can help, because as I said, our battle is, is really far from over. Um, and, you know, this next part, 
of our journey is getting Matthew back in uniform because that was, you know, wrongfully stripped away from him last year. You know, and the fact that he wants to go back into this, you know, it would be understandable if he would not want to go back to this leadership in part and what has happened to the town. But as you said, this is what he wants to do, like many other officers. What's the support from the, the line officers been like? It's been incredible. Um, uh, we've just been really surrounded um, by a lot of encouragement and support from other officers at the department um, who know that Matthew was just doing his job that day the way that he was trained. Um, and so that's been really wonderful. And even with the, the Instagram account I just mentioned, Clear Officer Vegas, we have people from across the county, across the state, across the country, across the globe, quite frankly, um, really rallying around us um, and supporting us in various ways. And so that's been really uplifting and encouraging because, you know, when the political machine turns on you, we found ourselves in our case really up against, it was like a David and Goliath story, right? We're up against the district attorney's office here in San Diego who has limitless resources. Um, And at the end of the day, the facts were on our side and truth was on our side and Matthew was rightfully acquitted. But, um, you know, it's, um, it's quite the battle and we're so grateful for the police officers who have stood with us and the law enforcement supporters across the globe who have, um, you know, stood with us in pursuit of truth and, and justice. There's a emotional cost, a cost financially, but there are so many costs associated with this kind of uh, miscarriage of justice, even when vindicated. And as you said, now you'll be fighting to get him back on the job, back on the force. I'm sure the citizens of La Mesa and surrounding communities would like to have a good officer on the job. Uh, but, you know, what about some of the other effects on you personally, on your family? Uh, these things can even take a strain on relationships within the family. Yes. Well, I mean, our family has wa- had to walk through fire, it feels like, for over a year and a half. Um, but luckily, we're, we're people of faith, which has been one thing keeping our heads above water during this agony. Um, but, you know, additionally, I think one of the things that I was very surprised by during this process is so police officers pay into a union which provides legal representation if they ever get into a lawsuit or an investigation or things like that. Um, And so I kind of naively assumed that that union would pay for all legal fees, you know, should we ever need them. And much to my surprise, uh, they don't cover all the legal fees. And this has been just an epic legal battle on every front, it feels like. So, you know, you talk about the toll it's taken on our family over the last year and a half, um, mental, emotional, um, and certainly financial. So to date, we've had to pay over $80,000 out of pocket in legal fees that were not covered uh, by Matthews Union. So for us, that's a huge amount of money that we had to mobilize just so that Matthew could stay in the fight to clear his name. Um, so in the Instagram account I mentioned earlier, Clear Officer Dagus, there's a link in bio that'll take you to a fundraising page. Um, and of course, donations are tax deductible and Matthew Dagus receives 100% of the gifts made to that page. So, um, you know, that's that's kind of another thing that we're um, raising awareness about because as a, as a police family, you know, I just, I did not realize that it, when we come under fire for just doing our jobs, you know, we're going to be on the hook for almost $100,000 in legal fees. It's, it's pretty wild. And uh, costs that uh, not easily recovered on a, on, a, on a police officer's salary and a 
don't know your work situation, but that's uh, not necessarily material to this because the costs go far beyond the monetary, as you say, uh, around the town. You know, we talk a lot. What's the support from the police, the police union, what's covered? But, but around the town, after the riots, after the truth came out, and now that we have a not guilty verdict for your husband, Matthew Degas, uh, what's the reaction been from your fellow citizens? I think people are outraged at how they were spoon fed this story in the beginning, right? Like we saw the media race bait every day with headlines calling this a racially charged arrest, even though there was no evidence of that. Um, and I think as the truth and the facts played out in court, it was a public televised trial. Um, I think citizens are really outraged, one, at how the media can mislead um, and can really kind of push that false narrative that does not at all represent what happened. Um, and I think also, too, there's outrage around we have this kind of like wannabe woke district attorney here in San Diego, Summer Steffen. I mean, she had a minimum of five attorneys assigned to this case for over a year and a half. So what that equates to is her office wasted hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxpayer money pursuing a case against a good cop. And I mean, they looked like clowns in court and all San Diego citizens got to watch this play out on TV. Um, so I think that people are starting to realize that, you know, there's the truth of the matter was not necessarily represented in the media or in what the DA was saying publicly. Um, and ultimately, a really good cop was was railroaded um, and slandered for over a year and a half. All the while, you've got this this case really kind of destroyed the morale of local police officers who saw an officer get crucified for just doing his job. So here in San Diego, the, what that looks like is proactivity in policing drops and crime surges. So I think across the board, citizens in San Diego are really upset by how this case has played out in that a good cop was villainized and criminals were glorified. And now we have crime surging in our community and it's not okay. Yeah, it emboldens other criminals to do the same, supported by the media, the prosecutors. You know, these woke witch hunts need to end. Uh, I, I'm sorry for what you and your family, for what your community went through, for the business owners, for everyone, but especially for you and your husband and your family. Uh, what do you say to these woke prosecutors, uh, the, the things they're doing, the policies they're carrying out, sometimes are as deadly as they are in Waukesha, Wisconsin, or such a great monetary effect as it is on your family? I think the prioritizing of criminals over cops is a threat, not just to police officers, but to public safety everywhere. And that's why I'm sounding the alarm about what happened to us. I think police families need to be on alert because this political railroading, what happened to my husband, Matthew Degas, is coming to a community near you. And um, I love what you called it, the uh, woke witch hunt. And that's, you know, our family, the hard way, we kind of had to discover a way to beat this witch hunt. So we very much want to speak out and help other law enforcement families, because as you said, it, it's happening across the country. Yeah, the consequences are dangerous, to say the least, and often Deadly. Christina Degas, a wife of Matthew Degas, uh, the officer found not guilty uh, recently in his trial for filing a false report. I, I can't say enough about uh, my, my concern and my happiness in a sense that not in a sense, my happiness that he was found innocent, that your family still has a fight, but that you're moving forward. Christina, thank you. Thank you, David.
Thank you. Again, uh, there is a lot of information out there on Instagram, Clear Officer Degas. Uh, that's the Instagram account. And there's a website set up as well, Officer Degas, D-A-G-E-S dot com. I'll be right back. <laughs> 